Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Heat Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. And Neil Furman's secrets of WCW Nitro. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report. My man, how you doing? What's going on, Randy? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Can't complain. We are taping this on a Friday afternoon, so a lot of shit to get to. Um... In the world of professional wrestling, before we get started, you are on Twitter at WrestleRant. Great work for Bleacher Report and Daily DDT, so go ahead and check them out. You can find me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. The podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. We got t-shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cruise Control. Go ahead and check that out. So, Graham, knowing you're a big CM Punk fan and you actually met the guy, um, I'm still a little jealous about that. (laughs) But um, big news where it's uh, damn near midnight on Wednesday and... My timeline is going like CM Punk, CM Punk, backstage, Fox, CM Punk. And I'm like, what is everybody talking about? And then I just, you know, usually I I DVR all these shows and I just watch it real quick and I'll, you know, delete them. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, shit. Let me go check it out and see what the hell, you know, everybody talking about. Fast forward to the end. And lo and behold, you get the return of CM Punk. And I know it's not in the fashion that most fans would have wanted to, but... Um, we are going to break this down piece by piece, but so one, did you see backstage live? Yes or no? I did not know. Okay. So you were, you were, you found out in real time, probably on Twitter or one of your friends and said, Hey, CM Punk is back. Yeah. So I woke up the next day to a bunch of tweets and DMS. I'm like, wow. something must've happened. Cause this doesn't always happen with like, you know, so-and-so winning a title, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking like something major must've happened this morning, like a breaking news announcement. So I log into Twitter, read the DMS, read the tweets. I'm like, Holy shit. As they read the news that CM Punk had appeared on backstage. It's funny, dude. I don't usually go to bed here on the East coast until like one or two in the morning. Usually I'm usually up working on stuff, but for whatever reason, I didn't have a ton to do on Tuesday nights. I'm like, you know what? I'll go to bed early. And I literally went to bed at fucking midnight as this aired. So I went to bed, didn't check Twitter. And I woke up to the news, probably the best news that could have possibly waken up to on Tuesday morning. And honestly, it might've been for the better. Cause had I gone to bed with that news on, on Tuesday, I probably would never have slept. Uh, so I was very excited to say the least. So again, for me, I found out in real time uh, via my Twitter timeline. I go check out backstage and he comes out. I guess Renee is saying that, you know, we're going to be introducing new guests and and everything. So Punk comes out. He says, uh, I'm going to change the culture. I'm probably paraphrasing that real quick. So I seen that it seemed that Adam Cole Booker T, Page were not 
they did not know he was there or they did not know this was going to happen so they kind of kept it a, a secret which is which is cool um then after that they go off the air and everybody talk about is he back is he not back is it a fox deal and grant so let me i'll break it down to you like this because this, this is very funny so i do a, I you know i, I do a, a tweet to be funny oh and i saw the tweet so it, for those who don't know who, who don't watch basketball so Stephen a smith was doing his own show on espn and he was talking about the uh, the knicks I, I believe it was the knicks my favorite team and he was whatever and he was yelling and screaming saying how do you do that what's going on here something like that and i'm like boom i made a joke saying this is how aw is reacting to cm punk coming back to the wwe so many people on twitter took that that wording cm punk back to the wwe and took it like as like the bible and mm-hmm. my responses and my comments were uh, a mix of great, I can't wait. Um, he's only coming back to Fox. It's only a Fox mm-hmm. deal. He's I not coming back. I couldn't tell you how many times I saw that oh one. Oh, yeah. my God, Graham. Um, it don't matter. AEW don't need him anyway. <laughs> um, Tony Khan don't need him. Oh, Cody Rhodes already knew this was going to happen. And Graham, I tell you, a, a, a shitload of AEW fans was responding in a way of like, like they were like upset, but like just triggered like, Maybe they, they 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 really deep down wanted CM Punk to go to AEW, or really thought they had a shot of CM Punk going to AEW, but he did not. So, to clarify, when I put the tweet out, okay, should I have said he's back in the WWE at some capacity? Maybe, but at that time I wasn't thinking. I said, listen, this is probably what's going to have people talking uh, about this tweet. And um, for me, man. I got called a fanboy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Inevitable. I, I got called everything in the book, and I'm like, really? Like, wow, this is great. Like, this is uh, something different for me. So I start to engage, and I'm like, how can you, how can someone call you a fanboy? Uh, a WWE fanboy, but the people who write me have John Moxley as their Twitter avatar. Has mm-hmm. the full gear set in their Twitter, uh, you know, background, their header. They have AEW in their at name. And I'm like, I'm the fanboy. Mm-hmm. Who are you? And they, they're telling me to grow up, this and this. And, and it was fun. And it, this is happening at one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I know, I'm yeah. up. Let's do it. So um, it was fun. It was interesting. And it, it, it just, and then, you know, I mentioned earlier, this is only a Fox deal. He's not coming back to the company. And anybody who wrote me that, I just felt they were AEW fans. They weren't like CM Punk fans. They weren't WWE fans. AEW fans are really, I would say, tight. They, they won't say it. They won't admit it, but they're really upset that, that this is happening <laughs> to some degree. And I'm like, if you really think that this is only a Fox deal, then you're bugging. You're crazy because at some point in time, at some point in time, CM Punk is going to go back in the ring. I'm not saying next week or whatever. I, at some point, he will get back in the ring. And this is this, this is part one to that process. Um 
So it was kind of weird, kind of interesting, kind of fun at the same time about all this happening. And one, I felt like we all should be happy that CM Punk is, is even doing this. Um, for the money or for the ratings, it, it, it doesn't matter. He's back, he's back in the vicinity of the company, which leads to believe that at some point he will wrestle. And if it's, if it's only a Fox deal, Graham, why is Seth Rollins writing, hey, fight me, CM Punk? Why is Bray Wyatt putting up old Nexus pictures of CM Punk? Why is Adam Cole writing about CM Punk? Why is these, these wrestlers from the WWE writing about his return if it's only a Fox deal? So what? Did you want Joe Buck to say, hey, CM Punk, welcome to Fox Sports? Did you mm-hmm. want uh, Michael Strahan to write, welcome to Fox Sports or Troy Aikman? Like, come on now. Like, you people, you guys are not dumb. You know it's going to happen. In due time, it will happen. But for you to say it's only a Fox deal, it's kind of stupid. No, it is It is really stupid. I mean, I, I think the whole argument that, oh, it's a Fox deal, not a WWE deal. Well, no shit. Like, this has been rumored, dude, for, what, three months now? Not to say that it wasn't a surprise on Tuesday when he showed, when he showed up, just because, you know, it was rumored for a while. He confirmed those rumors. Renee Young confirmed those rumors. Both of them then went, went on the record and saying, yeah, nothing came of it. It would have been cool to have him on the show, but nothing came of it, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, just a red herring to, you know, throw people off the scent that he was coming to WWE backstage. Um, so it was a very big deal and not, am I just happy that he's back? He's not with WWE, as you said, technically, Mm -hmm. but again, no shit. I mean, this has been in the works now for many, many months where his agent was, I guess, familiar with someone at Fox, his talent agent, whatever. And that's really how this thing came about. It really had nothing to do with WWE. And you forgot to mention this too, Randy. It came out a couple of days ago per um, Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter and uh, their radio show, Dave Meltzer, that same company, um, that he was also offered CM Punk, that is, a deal by AEW that he turned down for a lot of money. And honestly, if I'm CM Punk and I'm not ready right now anyway to get back in the ring, I'm not sitting here telling you that he will get back in the ring. You're more confident than I am, Randy. I would love to see it. I'm not saying that it won't happen. I'm not saying that it will happen. Uh-huh. I just think that he will be back in WWE in some capacity, maybe not necessarily wrestling. I think some people may be getting their hopes up a little too high. Let's just, as you said, Randy, appreciate the fact that he's back within wrestling at all. Right. I mean, it's not just a WWE show. I mean, it is a WWE theme show but like dude we haven't heard him talk wrestling be involved in the wrestling world aside from starcast weekend in chicago where i met him a few a few months ago in nearly six years like other than the occasional comic cons and comic book stuff and ufc conventions and whatnot we have not seen him talk watch analyze or anything along those lines professional wrestling in nearly six years which is a really long time for a guy that was his beloved to cm punk had such an impact on the industry and uh, and is as controversial and as polarizing and as beloved as he is. So just to have him back in wrestling, period. I would have the same feelings if he was in AEW, to be honest with you. Um, it's cooler to see him back in WWE because that's what I've grown up watching, as has everyone else, obviously, for the most part. Would it have been cool to see him in AEW? Of course. But at the same time, though, if I'm CM Punk and I have a choice between getting paid a lot of money to go to AEW and wrestle once a week, whatever it might be, on a Jericho-type deal. And maybe it would have been a part-time thing. Who the hell knows? But if I have the choice to jump into something I haven't done in six years and wrestle or go to a show that's not, you know, it has to do with WWE, but they're not 
directly WWE, if that makes sense, and just sit down once in a while, not even once a week, because this is an occasional role. Like, he's not coming in every single week and just to sit down and talk pro wrestling. Then fuck it. I mean, obviously, I would do that. Fox probably offered him just as much, if not more money, than AEW did. After they saw that first rating for that first show that did 49,000 viewers, they could not have signed that con- they could not have signed that contract soon enough. So again, I think it's awesome he's on the show. I don't give a shit that he's been out of the wrestling world for 6 years now. I mean, I do care, but in the sense that, you know, what place does he really have to talk about pro wrestling? I mean, the guy was in it for so long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter if he's not familiar with who Buddy Murphy is and shit like that. Like, you'll learn in time. <laughs> it's not like Eric Bischoff where he's booking this shit and he had no idea what he was doing reportedly, uh, which is why they let him go a few weeks ago, about a month ago. But CM Punk, he's just sitting down and talking for two hours, not even uh, an hour or so, with Booker T and Renee Young about the current product. I think that's fucking cool. Like you said, Randy, I'm a huge CM Punk fan. I would love to see him do whatever he really sets his heart on whether it be ufc or aew or now ww backstage and the guy's strong suit let's be honest here randy is talking anyway like the guy was was he a great wrestler i mean obviously mm-hmm. was he the greatest of all time no and at a time now where we have people that are as good if not much better than punk was eight years ago and if punk was to come back it's a lot like Shawn michaels where he probably wouldn't be as good as people remember it um you know just because he's a lot older now he's been out of the ring for so long why something he definitely has not forgotten how to do is fucking talk so to go on that show stir up some controversy as long as he's not being told to tow the wwe company line as i said on this very show a couple weeks ago when we talked about it last time randy then i'm totally fine with that and if they are allowed to have some freedom with what they talk about and whatnot, and he's not sitting there saying, oh, that Lana Rusev segment, man, that was amazing. Like, I fucking loved it. Did you? Like, as long as he's not doing that nonsense, then I am fully for this role, and I can't wait to see what he brings to the show starting next week. Okay, so let, let's let's break it down. So, one, he's not going to be on the show every week. Correct. So, he will be next week, though. Next week, yeah, but not. He's not every week. He probably every other week, or he'll he'll pop up, make a little cameo. So he'll be like a frequent contributor to the show. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I would love to know how much money he got offered by AW compared to to Fox because Fox mm-hmm. has money, but I know Tony Khan has money too. But just imagine, Dude, just imagine. Either way, the guy's making bank right now. Let's just say that. <laughs> to, sit, to sit at home and fucking watch like Chicago hockey, like watch the Cubs or whatever uh, for the winter and only once fly out to Los Angeles. Like the guy hates traveling. So why would he go back to WWE right now anyway? Like the guy doesn't want to travel, you know? Like I could see them asking him, hey, do you want to appear at Survivor Series weekend? Because it's down the street from where you live. Maybe. Again, I'm not getting my hopes up because you got to remember Chicago is hosting Survivor Series weekend. And you got to fucking know coming off this news, there's going to be a lot of CM Punk chants that night. So if they were smart, I mean, I would bring him in for a quick cameo in the crowd or something. Um, but if not that, just use like, you know, fucking show him on the Titan Tron to promote WWE backstage. Now they can use CM Punk to their advantage and not pretend that they're not officiated with him anymore or have Stephanie come out and bury the guy like they would mm-hmm. do every fucking time they were in Chicago, which was so dumb all those years ago. Like, how petty can you be? Um, but now they can use that to their advantage advantage to promote the show so i think it's a win-win but yeah if i'm cm punk i'm rolling in money right now so so real quick just to mess with you just to mess with you for a second uh where's survivor series at all state arena my friend ah. 
Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Why not, do you say that? I don't know. Uh, that it's in Chicago, right? It is in Chicago. Mm, and where's CM Punk from? Listen, just because he's from <laughs> Chicago, Randy, you're getting myself excited for something that very well could not happen. I mean, he just returned backstage this week. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I the timing couldn't be worse, to be honest with you, I, just because now WWE is setting themselves up yeah. to get that show completely overshadowed by CM Punk chance. Oh, yeah. They, they, they're going to chant his name all, all night. Um, they will. So, like, they got to do something. They got to figure something out. I mean, they won't, knowing the company, but yeah. they should. Um. Damn, I had a thought. Um, I mean, like, just my thing is, let, let's say, for example, that if CM Punk was going to AEW, do you know how many AEW fans out there would say, oh, look at that, CM Punk, aha, we got him now. Yeah, we're, we're number one. But now he goes to backstage. Now he's a, he's a you know, they, they what they call him? They call him a sellout. And like, really? He's a sellout. He's a trader, yeah. The trader is a sellout. But I'm like, so he's a sellout, right? Quote, wasn't he a sellout when he left the WWE in the first place because he wasn't giving those fans what they wanted or something like that? Yeah, exactly. So that so what? Bret Hart is a sellout. The Warrior sellout. Bruno San Martino sellout. Hogan for the ninth time, whatever is a sellout. Like, they, but the bottom line is they, these guys always come back to some some capacity. They always come back. So when Bret had to beef with Vince. Everybody and their mother thought, oh, Brett would never come back at the Montreal. And that was way worse. Way worse. Way worse. Uh, and it was longer, too. It was twice the amount of time. People don't remember that. Like, Bret Hart was gone for 13 years, dude. If Punk was gone for 13 years, we wouldn't see him back in anything WWE-related until fucking 2000 and what? 27? Like, that's a long time. <laughs> and, and fucking uh, Warrior was Warrior was gone 18 years. <laughs> no, exactly, dude. Oh, but but he, way he worse shit. He a sellout. I mean... Yeah, it's it's just fucking dumb. I, I think it's cool to have him back, but uh, all the fans shitting on him are the same people that were hoping that he would show out or that he would show up in the front row at All Out a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. get the fuck over it. Like, if you're not a CM Punk fan, I'm not saying that you're the worst type of person in the world. Like, you don't have to be a fan of the guy, but to call him a sellout and all this other nonsense, like, get the fuck over yourself. Don't watch the show then. Like, you're not going to watch it anyway. I mean, um, AEW yeah. has their faults as well. It's no different. I mean, listen, man, if, if CM Punk appeared at all out you're having a whole different conversation with those fans compared to yeah. now for sure yeah um, and, and you, got, you got to think too randy a, a lot of people forget that punk there honestly could be a very good chance he would be in aew right now i mean obviously the backstage show happened perfect timing because if this show wasn't happening there's a very good chance he would have taken that deal from aew and gone there as like an analyst or something or as a commentator or whatever um but the backstage show premiered at just the right time you know even punk said in all these videos that are coming out from the backstage premiere a couple days ago yeah he was in the limo on his way to the premiere uh not the premiere but his debut on the show this tuesday mm -hmm. and he even said that fox had gotten contact with him because they were acquiring the wwe shows in november and they wanted him to be a part of it they wanted him to be the Derek jeter of the wwe show 
Uh, and I'm like, that makes perfect sense to me, you know? Um, but for yeah. AEW, though, I mean, this isn't the first time they try to get him. I mean, there's been rumblings about Punk doing stuff with the Bucks and doing stuff with Cody dating back to All Out, Double or Nothing, when AEW launched. Fuck, dude, when they did All In about a year and a half ago, everyone thought that he would show up on that show because it was in Chicago. But when he didn't, people got all up in arms. Like, he never said that he would do it. He never said that he wouldn't do it. He was fully focused on fighting at that point. Um, but anyway, when it comes to CM Punk, like the guy doesn't know anyone anything. Whatever makes him happy and whatever makes him the most amount of money is what's most important, which is really cool to see. But with the whole AEW thing, people tend to forget that this whole thing started with him going back to WWE or the AEW talk over the summer when Punk had made a comment to our very own Mark Armandi in the ESPN interview, uh, we talked with this many, many months ago, about how Punk said they never really made me an actual offer. They would tease like, oh, you know, we might bring in CM Punk. We, you know, we're, we're the, you're open to bringing in CM Punk. But they never made any actual contact with him, according to Punk himself. And I, I would rather bully Punk over Cody Rhodes just because the Cody story just keeps changing. Punk's story is that, listen, dude, they never really made me a real offer. Mm -hmm. They were just kind of like, hey, we might bring you in, but like, no, sit me down, make me a real offer, and I may entertain the idea of coming in. They, one time Cody said, or Punk said that Cody made an offer over text, which is completely ridiculous. Like, that's not how you do business. What is this, some sort of fucking Mickey Mouse operation? And by the time that Coney, uh, Tony Khan eventually got to Punk and made the offer, it was too little too late. So, honestly, they only had themselves to blame because if they didn't fuck that up a couple months ago, then he would have been at all out and he would have been in the company by now. So, let me ask you this. Let's, let me play advocate. You know, I love playing advocate. Um... So when backstage premiere does forty nine thousand, do you think that Punk was already Punk was already in motion to come on the show, but maybe couldn't do the premiere or the fact that after getting forty nine thousand, they're like, holy shit, we gotta like, you know, we gotta get him now. That's what I don't understand, and I would like to find out. Obviously, he's not gonna say that, but I think they did. I mean. So my initial belief when I saw this happen, I figured they did pass on him and then they changed their minds after they saw the rating and they were like, wow, we really need CM Punk. And they made a bigger offer and they brought him in. But Punk and Renee Young have said in many, many videos that have come out since uh, Tuesday that they were lying to the media about his involvement with the show, which mm -hmm. makes me believe, leads me to believe that, okay, they knew all along he was coming in, but they were just lying about it, you know, that it didn't go well or that it went well, but there was no, you know, uh, return call from Fox. So I, I tend to believe that based off what Punk and Renee have said in recent weeks. Um, I'm just kind of, I'm really confused as to why they wouldn't bring him in for that debut show though why the second episode that for that first episode did forty nine thousand viewers and this punk appearance wasn't even fucking it wasn't um even confirmed like it, it wasn't even uh, advertised in advance it's not like they said oh big name appearing on the show no he just showed up randomly you know it was really strange at the very end of the episode at midnight on a tuesday on the east coast so it was very odd but um yeah i guess we'll see where they go with it and how it shakes out and all this other stuff but i think they were probably in the works with this for a while and they were trying to come to come to terms on a you know on on a on an actual deal or um you know an amount of money for whatever and then they only really sped up the process in the last week after seeing the rating for the show that mm. first week so that's my um that, that's my theory i also read somewhere that in order for this to to happen 
that Fox needed the blessing from, you know, McMahon or somebody there that, hey, listen, man, we're trying to bring in CM Punk and want your blessing. Are you cool with that, WWE? Can we hire Punk? And I, I guess they, I guess they said, yeah, that's the rumor that they needed the blessing from the company. Do you believe that? And if so, does it does it matter that you know does it change anything uh, going forward? No, yeah, that makes 100% sense. I, I absolutely believe that because why wouldn't they need their blessing? I mean, I know it's a Fox show, but it's about WWE. So they're not going to bring in, I don't know, some controversial figure, whether it be, I mean, Punk's not controversial, but like, you know, uh, like a Hulk, like, for example, if they brought in Hulk Hogan, before, they, before WWE had rehired Hogan and Hogan was kind of like, off limits to a lot of promotions for what he said a couple years ago. Um, imagine they brought him in. They're like, eh, honestly, we don't really want that publicity. So I think it might be something along those lines where they're like, hey, is it cool that we bring him in? He kind of left on weird terms years ago. You had a fucking lawsuit against the guy uh, for many, many years. So is it okay if we bring him in? And WWE was smart enough to say yes, because why wouldn't they? I mean, they want to attract as many viewers to this show as possible, regardless of what network it's on. So they would be fools to not have have CM Punk on this show. It's not their show. It's Fox's show. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I can understand why they may say no, just because there's a very good chance Punk may be like, listen, some of the stuff they're doing now is kind of bullshit. I don't like it, whatever. As he should, because that's the whole real appeal of having Punk on the show is allowing him to be as honest as you know people know him to be. Um, but of course they would need their blessing. Of course they would need the WWE blessing because it's a, it's a WWE show. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Which again, as you said at the very start, Randy, is got to be step one and getting Punk back in the good graces of WWE um, as, you know, a part-timer, ambassador, whatever. <sighs> yeah. Um, just still trying to figure out why he won't be there every week. Now, mind you, the ratings did, did go up for Tuesday. I don't, I, I don't know how because it wasn't like, you know, whatever, but I think... Yeah, they didn't promote... I mean, they promoted Mick Foley and Adam Cole. That was it. Mick Foley, Adam Cole. So I think 100,000 was the, the rating, which is... You know, listen, man, for, for, for FS1, a channel that I have, I, I don't know if you have it, um, but most, I think I do. I do, I do, I do. Some yeah. do, most don't. So when you say, hey, find us on FS1, people are looking like, oh, shit, where's the, where's the remote? I don't know where FS1 is at. I know where it's at. So it's not Big Fox, I get it, but I, I still think it's a channel a channel that, that's trying to provide new content, new uh, new 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 content, new programming, and it still might take a while to, to get people acclimated to, to, to the, the channel. But, um, listen, man, having him back in general, in, in the area of WWE, listen, man, if I tell you five years ago in 2014, after the Royal Rumble, that CM Punk was going to come back and go on Coca Banner podcast and, and get sued and this and that. Oh, yeah, he'll be back. You probably think I'm bugging out. But like I said earlier, man, everybody comes back. Like a, the Warrior, uh, Brett, Hulk Hogan, Bruno San Martino, everybody, anybody you could think of who's had a legit beef with the company has somehow, some way returned in the ring, got in the Hall of Fame, or at some capacity came back, went to a different promotion, and it came back like Kurt Angle. So no matter what, I think time heals all wounds, and maybe um, Punk matured, got older, moved on. Uh, the company moved on, got got older and matured. Now, I, the question I have for you is this. 
<laughs> when CM Punk, when CM Punk, when CM Punk meets Triple H for the first time since whatever, how you think that's gonna go? If they haven't met already, CM Punk and who? Triple H. I mean, again, time heals all wounds. I mean, Punk did say during the StarCast convention that not that he would make the first. I feel like they're both kind of the same person in that. Not that they're stubborn, but like Punk has said that, you know, I'm willing to do business with them as long as they make the first move. And I don't think Triple H wants to look vulnerable either. He doesn't want to look vulnerable either in that situation. I mean, he has made the first move with Warrior and and Bruno and people like that because he didn't have any real animosity towards them. I guess maybe the Warrior, but that I mean that's a little different than Punk. <laughs> Punk and Triple H have a very long history, much more than Warrior did with Triple H. Um, it, it's kind of like that sec. But you didn't watch Dynamite from Wednesday, did you? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Did you see the segment with MJF and Chris Jericho? Yes, I did. So MJF was like, oh, I heard that you want me in the inner circle. Then Jericho had said, oh, I heard that you want to be in the inner circle. So like neither of them are saying that, hey, I want to be in it or I want you in it. They're kind of like subtly saying that they want the other one to admit first. They want them in the group. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of the same thing with Punk and Triple H where Punk is like, listen, I want to come back, but I don't want to be the first one to say it. And Triple H kind of the same thing. So it will be interesting. I I don't think they've met yet. I, I don't see why they would have. It's not like Punk went to the headquarters or he flew into Connecticut or any other WWE show. Um, you know, honestly, not just Triple H, but really the entire locker room. Fightful had a great story of Sean Ross Sapp does some great reporting with very credible sources. Mm-hmm. And he talked to apparently some top stars in the company, some of which were that just had no comment about, about CM Punk. Because <laughs> he honestly rubbed a lot of people the wrong way from the way that he left mm-hmm. and shit that he has said about the company since then. So I'm sure that he's cool with Orton and Cena and some of his old pals like Joe and um you know kofi kingston people like that but remember that whole thing about a year or two ago Corey graves was fucking whining and bitching on twitter calling punk a baby and he was like oh you're not straight edge or like you're not real punk rock or some dumb shit like that that he had to air his order he had to air his dirty laundry on twitter about it um i'm like that's really what i want to see i want to see punk on the wwe podcast with Corey graves and see them just go at it you know shit like yeah. that him and triple h you know get punk on the fucking broken skull sessions podcast with stone cold steve austin not that they had bad blood but i would love to see that their interaction because they've always had a history and people have always wanted to see that dream match there's a lot you could do with punk in wwe outside of the ring um i don't think it'll be pretty but punk seems to be in a lot better place than he was five years ago he came across yeah. if you listen back to that podcast with cabana he was in a very I mean, probably a better place than he was when he was with WWE, but even months removed from his departure, he was still very sour on the whole thing, and he was giving his side of the story, but he did sound bitter about it, and after meeting him myself a few months ago, he seems to be like in a much better place, and this is the same guy, Randy, who has gone in interviews, gone on the record and saying, honestly, I can't even watch wrestling. It makes me sick to even turn it on, and this is a guy that loved wrestling, and he used to say this in interviews for years and years and years, because as a wrestling fan myself and as a fan of cm punk it broke my fucking heart to hear the guy say i can't even watch that shit like not even wwe but like anything like nothing 
And now he's going to have to watch the show because he's going to be talking about it on backstage. So it's a big step. Honestly, I see this as a bigger step for CM Punk than I do for even wrestling or WWE or whatever. For Punk to say, hey, I'm willing to watch it at least again is a big step. Maybe not even towards an in-ring return, but getting him back in the wrestling community as a whole. Right. Now we can't wait to watch... Can't wait to watch uh, CM Punk talk about you know analyzing heavy machinery. Honestly, dude, I could <laughs> I could watch the guy blow his nose on the show and I'd be entertained. Like Punk, I, I watch a lot of his interviews. I hear him talk about all this other random shit. I know no, I have no knowledge on. But he's just such an entertaining talker. He's such a cool down to earth dude that it's going to be very cool to hear him talk about something wrestling related again. I don't I, again. I don't know what type of content they discuss on the show. I didn't mm-hmm. watch much of the first episode I saw maybe 10 minutes and they just kind of seemed to kind of shoot the shit about random stuff and whatever. It's not a must see show by any means, but punk does make it must say. Um, so I'm excited to see what he has to say about WWE and his own journey back into the, you know, wrestling community and you know how he feels about the whole thing. So I'm excited. Yeah. To me, I think that's the most interesting part is, is, is how much leeway or how much freedom, they're going to give him like, listen, man, if you don't like a match, if you don't like a, a performer, you have every right to say or, you know, critique it professionally and whatnot. But, you know, I think also is what is CM Punk going to say that he likes about today or, you know, this wrestler or that match and this and that. Like, as much as I want to hear him say what he doesn't like, I think it'll be fun and interesting to see what he does like. But Real quick, uh, I know you got to run soon, but as a fan, you you know we're both big CM Punk fans. So, you know, when people go away for a long time, everybody's like, "Oh man, when they come back, they you know they're gonna get that big pop, that big reaction." Like, oh shit! So now CM Punk does it does a thing on backstage. Does that take away that if CM Punk was? the last big name out there that could make a big time return to a company and now it kind of gets quote unquote spoiled on the backstage stuff does that take away from maybe down the road the imminent return of punk and it might not be so impactful and powerful down the road no, not at all. Not at all. I think this was the most appropriate return for CM Punk. I mean, dude, this is the same guy that reportedly, according to a lot of people, ran into an indie show that did, what, 80 people earlier this year with a mask on, hit the GTS on someone and got the fuck out of there wearing a sweatshirt. You would have never known it was Punk unless someone you know, that worked there hadn't said something else about it, hadn't said something about it. But um, he's very low key. He's not the type of person. I mean, this is the same guy whose last match was one of the worst Royal Rumbles in WWE history. So I hope he wrestles again just for the sake of that and erasing that awful memory in our minds of that terrible Royal Rumble that was won by Batista that year. Um, but anyway, with CM Punk, um, I don't even know what I was saying, but with him, I'm sorry, Randy, what was your question again? <laughs> um, about like your fans be on that, on that, that thinking. Oh, uh, the return. Oh, the yeah, return. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what I was going to say was this is a very low key guy. Like he doesn't, 
you know, it, you know, he could have very well gone out in the biggest way possible. He could have stuck out the rest of his contract, left. I think they had a payback pay per view. I want to say in Chicago that year mm-hmm. in 2014 when his contract when his contract was set to expire, he could have gone out in the biggest way possible. You know, grand farewell like Kurt Angle did at WrestleMania, grand farewell, which you know Angle deserved, Punk, Punk deserves, but he doesn't really give a shit about that type of stuff. He'd rather come back at midnight on a show that did 40,000, 49,000 viewers from the week before um, then come out on an episode of Raw and shock everybody. But I'm sure he will, whether it be, I, I doubt it would be at Survivor Series, but some other point down down the road, whether he's wrestling or not, I guarantee you he will be back on a WWE show that's not Fox in the future. I mean, maybe SmackDown, but um, no, I don't think that'll take away from the reaction at all. If anything, dude, I think it's going to make people want to see him back that much more. And it's going to get people that, you know, there are a lot of fans that are watching now, maybe not a lot, but, you know, a decent amount that started watching since Punk left. And they don't even know who this guy is, because mm-hmm. why would they? Because the company never talks about him. So backstage will get them more familiar with who Punk is, appreciate his greatness. And when they see him show up on WWE itself, it's going to be a big fucking deal. So, um, no, I, I don't think that takes away from the reaction at all. If and when it does happen, it's going to be a big moment because really like you said everybody everybody has come back everyone from bruno and warrior to friggin kurt angle and the hardy boys mm-hmm. everybody has come back and gotten huge reactions out of it and honestly the last one left and i had my long list of people i always wanted to see return you know fucking what's his name shane mcmahon dude was a part of that i mean he was gone for how many years six seven years and when he came back huge reaction and that was a surprise too um no one knew about that ahead of time hopefully with punk it's the same thing it's not advertised he just shows up and it's a big fucking reaction because the guy that's what he deserves that's what he deserves so i the punk is like the last person for me that i desperately want to see return um slash come to wwe just because it's been so long and you can't help but admit that hearing cult of personality again has got to make your heart happy because it's such a great song so like what if gender went away for two years and came back what kind of pop would he get uh, no one would give a shit. Gender's <laughs> terrible. And Randy, that did actually happen because he did get fired in 2014. He did come back to the company in 2016. There you and go. everyone sat on their fucking hands because the guy's a loser. Did you saw uh, on a related note, real quick, Randy? Before we wrap this up, <laughs> this guy had the audacity to say in an interview recently that he's coming back from injury. Blah blah blah. I forgot he was in, even gone. Who cares? Mm. But he had the audacity to say in this interview, "Yeah, you know, I, I wish my run was better as WWE." champion i still want a main event wrestlemania yeah i laughed so hard i almost had a coronary like it was (laughs) one of the greatest things i've seen all year because it was hilarious so um yeah no no the people would sit on their hands because no one gives a shit about jinder mahal hey listen man jinder went away for two years and, and and came back and became world champion how about well, that? you know what? Fuck that. That CM Punk can't come back. You know what, dude? I'll say, I'll say this. If Jinder can leave for two years after being a loser in 3MB, still being a loser when he came back because the guy's terrible, um, but he became WWE champion, nothing is stopping from CM Punk being gone for six years, coming back, and finally fulfilling his goal of main eventing WrestleMania. I mean, 
Come on. If Jinder, if Jinder Mahal can become WWE champion, why can't we see Punk in a WrestleMania main event? Is there anyone else right, right. now on the roster that deserves it more than him? Probably not. I mean, the women have already gotten it. Mm-hmm. Not to say they can't get it two years in a row, but not even on a CM Punk note. And I, we may have talked about this before, Randy, many, many months ago. But as of right now, WrestleMania tickets went on sale this week. The event's not for another four or five months. No match, as we speak right now, Randy, stands out to me as being WrestleMania-worthy main event material nothing you know like in years past we figured oh brock and roman would main event or roman and taker or brock Goldberg, whatever it usually involves brock rollins and brock we don't really have any of that this year brock's champion the fiendist champion no matches for either guy stand out to me as being main event worthy Mm. for wrestlemania punk coming back and wrestling one more match um in the main event to me would be wrestlemania worthy it's not going to happen it's way too soon but i'm just saying in a perfect world that's how i would book it Hmm. what about punk and brock Dude, I was thinking about this the other day, and I absolutely love that idea. I'm not going to pitch it just because it's highly unlikely that Punk would want to agree to come back within the next four months to the ring. Mm-hmm. But that being said, though, it makes sense because – and again, I was going to write a whole article about this. I probably won't because I'm going to get the same amount – the same type of reaction that you did to your tweet with people saying, it's a, it's a Fox deal. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, it's – I mean, I no fucking shit it's not going to happen anytime soon. But I'm just saying in a perfect world, in a perfect world where he came back at the Rumble, won the Royal Rumble, which always eluded him throughout his entire career, earned the right to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania with whom – He had that amazing match, arguably the best match of 2013 at SummerSlam that year, and beat Brock to win back the belt that he hasn't held in in nearly a decade, I think would be a great fucking story. That first match they had was awesome, and Punk lost that match. So he still owed a victory over Brock Lesnar. And fuck, you know what? If if Rollins and Roman can beat Brock, I can't see why Punk can't do it either. So in a perfect world, that's what I would want to see because no one else on that Raw roster to me right now stands out as being on Brock Lesnar's level. Um... Last point, um, because you mentioned the 2014 Rumble. That was the last time Punk was seen in the WWE ring. Uh, January 26, 2014. Um, Just to have fun with you before you go. I'm going to read off all the names in that Royal Rumble and try to see who is still in the company today. Yeah, there's a lot of names in that Rumble that aren't even around anymore, yep. Um, so CM Punk was number one. I think Rollins was number two, right? Rollins, number two. Damian Sandow, number three. He's NWA bound now. AEW, all-time great Cody Rhodes, number four. Wow, so that's how many people gone? Three out of the uh, first four. That's crazy. Kane, five. Uh, still there, but not as active. Alexander Rusev, <laughs> number Jesus. six. That was his WWE debut, actually. His main roster debut. Ah, yeah. Jack Swagger. Oh, uh, yeah. AEW uh, Hall of Famer. J- Jack Jake Swagger. Hager. Jake, Jake Hager. Hager. Let's be specific. We got to be specific here for the AEW fanboys listening, Randy. Jake Hager, number seven. Number eight, Kofi Kingston. All right. Still around. WWE champion this year. Jimmy Uso, number nine. Hasn't been seen in months, but still there. AEW Great Goldust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's, we're up to five now, and a lot of these guys are in AEW, which is kind of crazy. Uh, number 11, AEW all-time great Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Jesus. Moxley. 
Did Cody Rhodes just watch the 2014 Rumble and just hire everyone that was in the match? Like, Jesus Christ. Probably. 12, Dolph Ziggler. 13, R-Truth. Uh, 14, Kevin Nash. All right. So that was a legend appearance. We won't really count that. 15, Roman Reigns. Okay. And that's the... Listen, that's the one Rumble everybody wanted Roman to win and not Batista. Yeah, well, they didn't really start shitting on Roman until the Rumble of the following yeah, year, so that's where it all started. Uh, 16, the great Kali. He is gone, yeah. 17, Sheamus. Okay. 18, The Miz. Mm-hmm. 19, Fandango. I forgot he's still in the company, yeah. <laughs> 20, NXT, but um, Yeah, NXT. 20, El Torito. Yeah, he got fired, yep. 21, Antonio Cesaro. Oh, God. This was before Vince had a hard-on for cutting everyone's last names down. Yep. 22, Luke Harper. All right. Still there. Big E Langston is in there somewhere, too. The last name of Langston. 23, Jey Uso. 24, JBL. All right. Yeah, he he was a commentator at that point, but he's since left. Yep. Yeah. 25, Eric uh, Rowan. Uh Uh-huh. 26, Ryback. Yep. 27, Alberto Del Rio. Oh, shit. Okay. 28, Batista. Gone as well. 29, Big E Langston. Mm-hmm. And 30, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Who ended up leaving, not as a result of that reaction that he received that night, but that definitely played a factor with the people booing him when he came out because he wasn't Daniel Bryan. But uh, I think by my account, you named at least 11 or 12 people not counting the legends. And I don't count Batista as a legend because he was active at that point um, as no longer being with WWE. So that's about a quarter of that. Not even a third of that rumble is no longer with WWE. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, So, yeah, man, um, CM Punk is back in some capacity. We'll see how it goes on going forward with uh, backstage. And I think the imminent return for Punk uh, maybe within a year to the most. But, um. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, and Daily DDT. Uh, Wrestle Rant on Twitter. You can find me at Randy J. Cruz on Twitter. The show, you can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Graham, my man, always appreciate it. Thanks, Randy. Always appreciate the time, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Adios. All right.